fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to another episode of the Fade You Podcast. Here with my dads to preview NFL Divisional Round. What some say is the best weekend of the year in football, once you get here. My name is Matthew James, joined on today's pod by a big winner during the Jags-Chargers game last weekend. Kmart is at Kmart's underscore angles. He's a live betting degenerate oh yeah fuck i mean but at that point I was, I, at that point i was just thinking hey guys i meant to add more on the jags before the game it already looks like an l what's another hundred bucks and hey i got lucky but man it felt good i mean oh man with chris and joe and all all of their friends i i was i was having the time of my life it was a lot of fun <laughs> And then you felt it the next day. Which is <laughs> I felt it two hours later. Greg, Greg chest bumped the, the spirit out of me. I think it was, <laughs> you know, my, just my soul trying to come back into my body. Amazing. Amazing. That's a, that's a hell of a hit though. Uh, we you. talk about it all the time, find teams that can blow leads and the, the chargers are one of those. Uh, they're Have the right chargers ever done that before? Never. Weird. Weird. No way. Uh, that's Neil's voice you're hearing at Big Nelly Buckets on Twitter. Neil, how are you doing, Dad? You're busy these days. I'm busy these days. I, we were up in Big Bear for the weekend. It was snowed in. It was phenomenal. Just inside watching football all weekend while the kids, as long as they didn't bury themselves in the snow, we were just fine. And also on the pod, he will fade Den until it is literally the death of him, which... <laughs> It actually has been <laughs> lately. Den's only on a 79% heater, but it's fine. Right, Chris? Uh, no, it's not fine, Matt. It's not fine <laughs> at all. Uh, most of the time it is fine, but we've reached, we've, uh, we're out of the realm of anything fine at this point. So um, <laughs> we've reached critical mass. I mean, Dan had the Chargers, if you could believe that. I mean, that's the kind of heater he's on. Like, for him to have that during this shit. But I've never seen a grown man yell and run around like I did. It was like fucking Kmart was at Disneyland. It's like Mickey Mouse or some shit. But, yeah. That was a sick hit. Hey, hey, Joe asked for a black Kmart. I I, I didn't black, but he he basically got the full effect of a just drunken, ruthless Kmart. It's like um, um like Kmart on on Second Street in Long Beach circa 2011. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of uh finish the bag of one doing wine slaps by the time it's over like uh it was my bachelor again we're drinking wine and Joe, I think Joe texts us. What did he text us? Like 10 a.m. He like holy black. He like slept in, probably slept 12 hours. So <laughs> everyone got pretty smashed. Chris made and some. I fuck, some- I should have had Neil come. My buddy from San Diego drove his ass up. I should have had him scoop Neil's ass and come join us. But Neil snowed in Big Bear. I was snowed in, Dad. wasn't wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Uh, the the Chris was on the grill and it just it was dumping rain 
in Orange County. Chris was was doing just the Lord's work on the grill out there, making some delicious meat for the dads. Meat? Uh, Niners Chris? game. Oh. <laughs> right? Oh. <laughs> the Dude, it was a nice, he, he made a nice thick yeah. burger little little red on the inside like it was it was it was perfect it was it was great um yeah that i think that was coming out around halftime of the niner game where they were losing at halftime and, and you were starting to wonder is this gonna be a weird kind of day and uh and then the niners became what i've been saying they would be for a couple of months now. They will never lose again. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's 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 talk about something that came up in the group chat this morning. We're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. I was with Chris watching the massacre. Joe, you made it. Uh, How you I doing, think- Dad? I think so 17 down. people wore that jersey on Saturday. <laughs> Greg dancing around wearing it. Wow. wow. I'm sorry I missed that. Cheers, Cheers boys. Cheers. Cheers. Whoa. How'd you get Vivas, Matt? Had them for a while. Just whittling them down slowly, but surely. Get order them online. Uh, I think the hustle. Wow. What's their promo code? Let's help them out. It's... Hustle 15 or something. I don't I have know, a singular like one. Look at Join me. We love Vivas. Maybe uh maybe if yeah, we knew no some Viva. people, if we knew some people who were affiliated mm-hmm. with Viva, they could either send us some hats or get us to get them to sponsor our show. Maybe that'll happen one day. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. But I do know this. Uh we were in our group chat this morning discussing Tom Brady's future. Uh Monday night was not great. If you thought Fade Den has been bad to Chris, uh, Monday Night Football was even worse for 46-year-old Tom Brady. So the argument in the group chat this morning was, is he still fadeable next year, irregardless of where he goes? And Neil, you say yes. Would you want to? I mean, we won't spend a ton of time on this. They're eliminated. They're they don't matter anymore. But I think it's an interesting. I mean, Brady losing is probably the biggest story of the wild card round losers. So we could touch on it for a moment. What do you think, Neil? Yeah. So I I sent out. I said it was an auto <clears throat> wherever he goes. Right. It's an it's an auto fade under. Um, I think I've seen. Photoshop pictures of him on the Jets. The text that went out was a Photoshop picture of him on the Raiders. Um, I think you've seen a Photoshop picture of him on just about any team that possibly needs a quarterback. And so I I mean, my argument would just be that the hype train around Tom Brady still feels like it's there. Um, Again, he was in the play. I mean, say what you want about Tampa Bay. He was in the playoffs. This wasn't, you know, new. Did he get his ass kicked? Yes, they did. Um, and he hasn't looked good, but for some, and I get the reason he's still a competent, proven quarterback, but he just doesn't have it anymore. So I, it's wherever he goes, if he does go somewhere to me, it's, it's an auto fade play the, people say, I love the, the tweet that I, I think Middlecoff sent out the, with um, the thought about him being on the Raiders and say, Oh, imagine what he would do with those weapons. Did he not have weapons? I don't understand. Like, we can go back to uh, last year. We 
Evans and Godwin were two of the best, maybe the top two or you know top wide receiver tandem that there was in football. So to say that that what they're not there anymore, I don't understand what the weapons thing had to do with it. He had all the weapons that he could possibly need, minus Gronk, right? So I just think it's a fadable narrative, and people yeah. say that he didn't have. He was on and it's horrible division and, and a horrible division. He could barely be five. He could barely be five hundred. Right? Yeah, you're making my point. They're gonna they're gonna set that thing at like nine if he goes to the Raiders or Jets, and I would take the over. I be just because of that, like that you're a year late. That that was my whole point. I think it's a square narrative to say it's, it's under because everybody's gonna say, "Oh, Brady's dead. It doesn't matter where he goes. He's gonna suck. He just had all the weapons. He just had all this and that. Now he's on this next team and." Oh, now he now, you know, he's going to be the fake savior. That's what everybody's going to think. And everybody's going to fire the under and then he's going to go over like he's done every other goddamn time in his career other than this year. We're on the like We all had Tampa Bay under this year, I think. Right. We not, not all like, bitch. Not, not plus all, 300. No, not plus 300. Kudos, like daddy. We, we all had under. We all had Tampa Bay under. We talked about this on our opening pot. But uh, the hype just seems. And he said, does he go to the Jets? Great, go play Josh Allen twice instead of Desmond Ritter, and I don't even. And and, good, great, great character, Sam Darnold, dude. Yeah, I want him. And, and Darnold, Sam Darnold. Right, right, go, right, go, go, go to the Jets and get Tua twice, get Allen twice, and then have to face Belichick twice a year. Let me know. go play, go play for the Raiders and face the Chargers twice a year, and face Kansas City twice a year. I, I just I, don't want to like. I, want I, I think it's going to be in, so bad. I want him on the Raiders reunite with Josh McDaniels. I think that would be a. I mean, if they that would be That's, he'd fit there great if they could bring back Josh Jacobs in that. Instance. Do the Raiders have an offensive defense. line? It's their defense. It's the issue. The Raiders have literally been have the shittiest defense since Carr's been in the fucking NFL. So Derek Carr really didn't even get a good, like he got absolutely hosed. Derek's gonna go out. He's gonna sign with somebody. He's gonna be an extremely productive quarterback, probably more so than Tom Brady. Hundred percent, I agree with that. Two quick notes on the NFC South. First of all, Kmart will not stand for any Sam Darnold slander <laughs> on this show. God. And secondly, we did forget about superstar PJ Walker. Shout out my brother in the chat. <laughs> Appreciate you listening. Thank you for reminding us about PJ Walker because that's the thing that happened this NFL season. And shout out Dave listening too. If West Virginia loses, Chris Duke will buy beer for everyone listening. So thanks, Chris. Tonight? Tonight? Is that is that what Dave said? That's what Dave oh, said. Wow. So, I fired West Virginia. I was just following our mother Kelly in Vegas. Yeah, we're not going to say anything about that game because we're not going to jinx it. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, so, I'm not going to talk about the score, but it's looking pretty yeah. deep. Yeah, he uh, texted me last night that he was on West Virginia and um, I think Mizzou because he said it's more. He likes them more than just that system of the unranked favorite over the rank but uh cool hopefully it's off to a good start all right so let's get into division round games uh four games left like i said at the top of the show a lot of people say this is the best weekend with uh hopefully what will be four pretty epic games two on saturday two on sunday um i guess we'll go do we want to just go in chronological order or do we want to go with the big ones first do we want to go what do we want to do chronological chronological That would help if I knew what the order was. Order matters. So, all right. Jacksonville, let's KC go. Jags. Yeah. So, let's do the KC game first. I mean, trends are kind of tricky with this round and you get in the playoffs because they're just, all you have to do is scroll through Twitter. You see a trend for everything supporting any side. 
But it is pretty well known out there that Kansas City does not cover large spreads very often. Uh, it's also out there that Trevor Lawrence has never lost a Saturday game in his life. <laughs> the the Waffle House thing was kind of fun. Uh, uh-huh. Kyle, you we've talked for years about going back to Roscoe's. It just made I know oh, yes. it's not Waffle House, but it made it kind of made me think of that. I mean, it's better uh, what, than Waffle House. <laughs> yeah. So there's hey. what else is out there on the KC game? I, I think it's mostly that, right? People are talking about. Uh, one seeds ATS haven't been great in this round. People are talking about how KC doesn't cover spreads over a touchdown. Let's start with this one. Except for their last game they played when they beat the shit out of the Raiders as eight and a half point favorites. Well, and Joe, I think we were at your house watching this. We jumped on Jags plus 10 when they played previously. Do we remember that game? Big fat yeah, push. Yeah, and the, yeah, it was a push cock. That was Casey, so. That Casey was a game the game that Doug began the game with an onside kick, and they got the ball so and did nothing. That was the game where Jacksonville got to midfield and the KC forty like seventeen times, <laughs> and never got never got missed field goals, turned it over. Like Newton's law, once once Newton's Jacksonville law. got to midfield. So, but yeah, that was a while ago. So, what do we think? I mean, obviously the Jags are off the huge comeback. Does anybody like anything in this game? Yeah, I would love to just tease KC down, and then I'll tease the total down too, because you know what? That's free money. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm. I'm... Big fan of teasing totals on this podcast. That's the best thing you could do. That's how everybody makes money. I don't know if you knew that. So disclaim, quick disclaimer, because we actually might have people listening to this who listened to our show with Ariel last week. Thanks again to the Queen for joining us. Teaser talk. Whenever Chris, especially, and we're talking about these teasers, they're being sarcastic. We're we're not a big teaser show, especially when Chris talks about breaking every rule teasing through zero teasing totals <clears throat> Dude, don't uh, I like, like that total teaser let me let me shout out one guy my boy lyman we have a group chat and he he listened to the podcast last week and he's like holy shit you guys hate teasers and then he sent on sunday at 212 thank you for teaching me a lot valuable lesson about teasers buffalo fucking cocksuckers <laughs> <laughs> my three teasers hit though <laughs> He's got to be smart. He's a double dip to fucking fave, dude. Yeah. Every, every Bengals Niners teasers fucking worked, right? Well, and honestly, even the teasers that you are quote unquote supposed to do. Hey, Chris, how'd that work out for everyone teasing bucks up from two and a half to eight and a half? We- yeah. And I mean, holy fuck, that Jags tease was a miracle too for them to come back from 27. So, yeah, I mean, what about Jags that- money line? That worked out real good. <laughs> exactly don't tease it just money line the motherfucker <laughs> fuck the points but anyway i mean i know all jokes aside that everyone is going to be teasing the faves down right everyone's going to be teasing chiefs down everyone's going to be teasing eagles down so so somebody make the case that the jags can actually win outright does anybody think that can that can happen that the Chiefs can the, blow this. In the why even play Chris the game Berman, if it can? That's why they play the game. Yeah. Yep. I mean, 
I, th- I think they can. They just got to play mistake-free football. If we get the Lawrence we got in the second half for the full game, yeah, they're going to – fuck. They might blow him out if we get that Lawrence. But he, he can't start turnover, turnover. They're not going to relinquish that lead because they're not going to be able to hold him scoreless for the majority of the second half. Like, what, what did and, this and line open Isn't at? that why they, they won in the first place? They, they only won by 10 the chiefs the first meeting but they're like two miscues so if they clean that shit up they're gonna be right there yeah i don't think, I still I think probably this, won't bet it i think this line's a little bit inflated i think it should be five dead number so joe why because i mean what people should understand is that pretty much every chief's line is inflated so like why is that is it because mahomes is supposed to win mvps because they never lose an arrowhead like what why why is it inflated and why do the chiefs have a hard time covering these more often than not? I think you just summed it up because one team is Patrick Mahomes. The other team went down 27 to nothing and had a miracle comeback to win. So if the, if, but what if the Jags just bloom the fuck out? What, what's that line? Or what if the Jags won by a touchdown and that bullshit in the first half didn't happen? This line's five or six, right? So I think that's a little bit inflated for that reason. I think the Jags are just a little bit better than I think I think they're disrespecting the Jags a little bit here. I mean it's really easy to say the Jags are better now than they were whenever I mean, do we know what week that was? What was that week ten? Line was like nine. That? I just looked line was nine and a half in that game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and the Jags yeah, and the Jags were right. And the Jags were right before their six game winning streak. Exactly. So the Jags after that game were three and seven at that point after that wow. after that L. So, so you're saying we're the same Jags team that was three and seven? I guess that's that's what no, actually, the line saying, no, right? The yeah, line saying, right? The line saying that, yeah. It's a hundred percent inflated, but yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, yeah, because we saw the chart. I mean, so they just came back on the Chargers. That same Chargers team was catching what four in Arrowhead and then three and a half four in LA. You telling me that the Jags team that just beat the team that yeah. was only catching four or five is now five points worse? So. Great yeah, point, Christopher. Yeah. Great point. Even Jimmy Vaccaro was saying too. He's like, every teaser play, and 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 I mean, every teaser play is going to be high on Saturday. Everybody teasing down KC and Philly. That teaser liability. Oh my God! Can you imagine, dude? I feel like Jacksonville is a money line play. You have to just sprink the money line a little bit, just because that's going to absolutely murder the public if that happens. Yeah, I mean every, I mean even Visa and follow the money. I mean everybody hosts they have, and they're like, I know it's kind of dangerous because it seems too easy, but I have. They just use the word, I have to do it, right? It's like, oh you, no, you don't have to do it, <laughs> but okay. Kmart, come on, let's put a um, let's put a fun coupon on Jacksonville money line. Okay, I mean Kyle, you're almost obligated to to. Put some I mean, of it I'll, back on Jacksonville, yeah, right? Kind of true. I mean, I, I was literally listening to this argument. I, I was, you know, I said I probably wouldn't bet it, but I'm just listening to this, and I'm already kind of on the fence if I like that side anyway. And I'm like, I mean, it's just money. Like, <laughs> what's, what's the worst that happens? You can make more of it. You know, just don't exactly. lose time. Time's the only thing you can't get back. And right now, our book is giving us plus nine, but shitty juice. The only conversation on money line, Andy Reid, 20 and three. All right. Straight, All right, straight guys, up off of my. I don't know if you can see it, but 
It's now in. I got it in there too. Let's see. I don't know if my fucking there we go. A hundred to win three fifty. There it is. I got to win three sixty eight. So oh wow. It won't be as it won't be as electric as you know last Saturday night money line, but oh, maybe they'll get down fourteen nothing and I can get it. I was gonna say she could be a great live wager again. Yeah. What do we think this closes at? Because this line being at nine, you know, it is people will be teasing it down and, it's and going buying. to eight and a half with that stupid juice, though. I mean, I'd say it's probably gets down to seven and a half to eight. I'm, I'm like, looking at the consensus line has it at eight and a half already. I, I, that fucker's got to drop. That thing's got to drop. You think by Saturday afternoon, when when the limits are higher, some of the pros—I mean, the the pro side is for sure Jacksonville, right? I mean, Casey teasing, yeah. parlaying Casey, betting Casey straight—that's about as square as it gets. So maybe you would think the pro side freeze. will come in, right? Yeah, maybe it's just going to line freeze, and then you know, an hour before kickoff, then that that at that point they'll start dropping it for all the squares to fire their teasers, knowing that uh, Jacksonville's going to win on the money line. Right. Anything else on this game? Anybody have any any other ways you're looking at it? I mean, th- this is going to be a pop. Is this the highest total? 53? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, great hair game by both quarterbacks. I'm didn't I say, I thought I saw something that when the Chiefs are favored by over a touchdown, the under is is really hot. Yeah, I Anybody think else I see that? that. Yeah, you did. I that to you guys. Yeah. So over touchdowns with Andy Reid, I think it's like over sixty something percent. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't look at what the Jags game looked like last week and and think that because the Chiefs have Mahomes, it automatically goes over. You know, you get a couple turnovers, a couple field goals, things like that. This this sucker could go. Could land 47, 48, something. 53 is really high uh, for a playoff game. All right, we'll move on if nobody has anything else on that one. Giants-Eagles. So round three. Uh, every game this weekend is a rematch, except for Cincy-Buffalo. Obviously, we know what happened there. And Dallas and San Francisco didn't play this season. They played in the playoffs last year. Uh, but round three, so the only division game in this round. Now, we just talked about how KC is is very square, and at least the way the action is shaping up right now, people are telling me that the Giants are actually a little bit of a trendy dog. Oh, is yeah. that surprise? Is that surprising to people, oh, or are we not? No, surprised? not at all. They're all jumping on that bandwagon. So because they beat the fake good Vikings, if you listen to the show all season, you know I've called no, it's, Vikings. It's because of the whole season and the bowl. And, I mean, if, if it were anybody other than the Vikings secondary, I'd probably be more impressed because the way Jones looked, I mean, running the ball, Barkley, I mean, he had a big run, but he didn't have very many touches out of the backfield. But Jones was throwing it all over him. But again, it's the Viking secondary. So I'm like, if there's anybody else, I'd probably be on that bandwagon too. But it it was legit one of the worst secondaries in the in the entire league. Or Joe Irre- in the entire oh. the football. Irregardless, <laughs> I think Dable has an incredible piece. Agreed. 
But I, I mean that that was and I said it on last week's I said it on last week's pod. The P, I wanted to fade two teams going into the playoffs. Unfortunately, they were both playing each other, so I was stuck last week on what to do because I wanted to fade the Giants and I wanted to fade Minnesota. Kyle said it right. It, this Minnesota secondary. Do we? Do you want to know how many times Daniel Jones has thrown for over two hundred and thirty yards this year? And two hundred and thirty. It's been three. He has three games over 230 yards passing, two of which are against Minnesota. The other one was in Detroit. The hype on this team, and I thought I thought it earlier in the week that people are going to jump on this Giants bandwagon and this was going to be a square dog. I Everything I'm seeing is, is the exact same thing. Philly has just flown under the radar. They haven't really played a meaningful game. They get their bye week to get healthy. I think we could see Philadelphia absolutely murder this Giants team and be maybe not reminiscent to what they did, they did in their first matchup when the, the Eagles just beat the crap out of them. But I think that this is the square narrative of this Giants team and all the love that they're getting to, to make the playoffs and then beat Minnesota and that high powered you know, offense that's and just a fake team. I, I think this is a situation where Philadelphia just rolls. Yeah. Like, the, the Giants, to me, this year remind me of the 2011 Niners. Alex Smith, you know, Daniel Jones hasn't really been asked to do too much. Been pretty good protecting the ball this year. And kind of, kind of funny, both team, both those teams are in the playoffs. Niners-Giants and meet in the championship game. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, Monday, that line went down to seven. I, I bought it to six and a half and said, thank you for the lowest number I'm going to ever get this week and took it. I think Daniel Licking or go ahead, Joe. I think Daniel Jones, yeah, he doesn't throw for a ton of yards, but he's got like dude, he's a hell of a runner. So you gotta take that into account too. Rushed for like seven hundred yards. Yeah. Chris, what what do you make of this, Chris? You got some conflicting stuff going on with one seeds, ATS not great lately. Division dog though. But Giants, a trendy dog, dogs, road dogs, you typically good in the playoffs. How do you make sense of this yeah. one? Matt, I think this year you mentioned earlier, you know, on one of our, you know, pods that we were doing for the turn uh, for the contest, like you were like, fuck the, tr-. you're like, everyone says trendy dogs. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like they're covering like road division dogs, road dog when Seahawks, oh, everyone's on Seahawks at Chargers. They destroy them. I'm kind of taking that, that mindset of like, I think that like, like we just said with this Vegas, you know, teaser thing, they're all you telling me that, okay, they're a trendy dog. Vegas wouldn't love a giants upset that they wouldn't fucking rake it in from all the parlays and, and, you know, teasers. So I think, yes, maybe the, the spread, uh, you know, is a little trendy, but, uh, I think understandably so, like you said, Matt, it's a, it's a, They've seen each other. This is the third time. Look what the Ravens did the third time that with a backup quarterback did to the fucking, you know, team that went to the Super Bowl last year. They should have won that game if he doesn't fucking fumble. So, I mean, I just think the games are always going to be a little closer than, than we think. But we could be here next week and Nelly is just right and it's 30 to fucking seven and the Giants well, die. You can look at the last time they played too, man. That was a month ago. Philly 16 and a half point favorites fucking barely squeak out. They went 22-16. And uh, that was with uh, 
what's his what's his last name? <laughs> what's his, what was the guy's like? What spider web? Web. Oh yeah. Shout out Cal Davis. Yeah, that was week eighteen. I mean, I think yeah. people are going to remember the first time they played when it when before Hertz got hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the, the the Eagles beat the shit out of them in New York. Ariel was talking about that game last week. She was like, I didn't even watch the game. I just sat there and ate snacks and watched Red Zone. And there was a football game going on behind me that was less yeah. of a football game and more of a just ass-kicking massacre. Um, how many playoff games have Hurts and Sirianni won? Anyone know? None, they right? Lost. It rhymes with hero. Zero, yeah, none. none. They made the playoffs last year and got destroyed by Tampa Bay in uh, in the wild card round. So, I mean, that was, that was pre Brady uh, crypto shit, huh? That was pre Brady <laughs> crypto disaster. That's correct. Crazy what a year does, so, huh? When he was decent. The people, the people who like the Eagles, though, what about Hurts maybe being. Not at full strength. What about Lane Johnson? What's Lane Johnson's stat? Like their splits with and without him are crazy. I mean, is there concern that the Eagles are a team that peaked in October? I mean, they definitely peaked in October, but they're still a very good football team. But they're not a what seven and zero, eight and zero undefeated football team. Like, well, they're, they're good. They're also on an L four ATS. Just put it this way. I'm more afraid of the Cowboys than I am the Eagles. And maybe you guys are right. Maybe that mindset is exactly why you bet the Eagles this week because you are buying low a little bit and getting them at a little bit of a discount because people are maybe down on them and and not as worried about them as they were maybe a month ago, six weeks ago. Uh, That's that's a weird one. I'm genuinely surprised that the Giants are – are trendy because of what Chris said. Uh, everybody is going to have the Eagles. Fucking, I'll do what I said I was going to do if Den wasn't on the Bengals. I'll do triple, triple Yug with a shot if he's on the Giants. Perfect. If he if he is on the Giants, yes. Okay, so you think he's taking the Eagles? Yeah, I don't. I don't no, he I, knows I he's taking the Eagles. I don't everybody, know what everybody know. knows. They're taking the Eagles. We'll see. Den just fire up the one seeds on uh It'd be a on fun Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna need some dogs on Saturday, Chris. <laughs> All right. On to Sunday. Um, speaking of trendy dogs, so from what I'm hearing and seeing and, and listening to people talk about the action in this game, uh, of course, everyone's taking the points with Burrow and the Bengals. And... Um, yeah, I mean, Buffalo barely squeaked by Skylar Thompson. Chris just made the point, though, that the Bengals were pretty lucky to get by the Ravens. I mean, I don't know how many times you see a 98-yard fumble return Dude. for a touchdown on a reach across the goal line. It's one of the, that, the most fortunate things I've ever seen. The Ravens should have won that game. That is abs- It was a travesty they didn't win that game. And I see, like, that sent on our group chat that dude that had like his stupid three leg money line parlay, like all excited. He cashed it on the, on the bangles. I'm like, dude, you've got to be shitting me. When I was watching that, I was like, you've got to be shitting me. So I sprinkled fucking Ravens money line and that. Oh my goodness. Hey, shout out JK Dobbins though. Being like, uh, 
brutally honest after the game. That was pretty hilarious. You guys see that? Yeah, you don't see that kind of candor from from many professional athletes. So, yeah, kudos to him. I want to get Kmart in here on this one first. Kmart, I'm quite frankly surprised Kmart's not wearing his Joe Burrow jersey right now. (laughs) He was right about the Bengals all last postseason. He was on money line them all the way to the Super Bowl. So make the case for the Bengals here, Kyle. Like, I don't maybe take the position. I don't give a fuck if they're a trendy dog. It's the right side. What What's the case for Burrow and Cincy? Um, I, I love them in, in week 17 against the Bills. But here, a lot of injuries, a lot of problems with the offensive line. I love Burrow. He's still a fantastic playmaker. They still got their weapons on the outside, but I fear for his life on Sunday. Uh, I my my first bet for divisional round was Bengals plus four, and a day and a half later, I said, "Chris, will you please take this off?" And then I said, "I'll give you what Ed wants to give you." Thank you. Whoa. <laughs> so did you, did you bet the Bills? I haven't bet the bills yet. I'm st- I want to kind of see and wait on everything, but either way, I was like, all right, I got the worst number on the Bengals. Maybe, maybe they can cover five and a half of what it's at now, but I, I, th- I think their run is coming to an end on Sunday. As sad as that makes me like, I, 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 I legit probably will not bet the game so I can just actually watch it as a fan and then just anticipate just, I mean, you guys saw me before the damn Seattle game. I, I was like, I'm nervous. I think how I'm going to feel, you know, before Sunday at 3.30. Homer, idiot. Well, but dude, no, I, dude, can't, hey. I can't make the case. Like, the, the, I, I can't see it unless they turn over. Unless Allen throws two picks in the red zone. The bungholes, man. Remember when they were like a million and oh, or million and three ATS? They're sneaky 0 and 2, the last two. Right. Yeah, but that's as okay. That's as a eight and seven, a eight point fade last week, and and what were they? What did they close against Baltimore in Week 18? Like minus eleven or some yeah. shit against. Irregardless, Matthew. So, Kyle, why do you? Is it the O line, Kyle? Is that why? You, yeah, it's you the O line. I'm just afraid he's just. I mean, we saw what. I mean, the offensive yeah. line last year was playing really well, and we saw what the Rams did to them in the Super Bowl. They've had a bunch of injuries, and I just feel the Bills are going to be able to take advantage of that and just get timely pressures on Burrow. And <clears throat> even their defense is a little nicked up, it, them as the Bengals. So I, I just, as a fan, like, it, I, I just I, I can't see it. I, I can't see them finding a way because in my opinion, they still probably should have beat the shit out of the Ravens. And I agree. They should have lost. They should have lost last weekend. So, I mean, maybe, maybe that's the reason why, Oh, they look bad. So yeah, now, now we can play them, but it's just different football. It's not, it's not the week 17, you know, it's, it's not that shit anymore. This is different style of football and the bills are playing for a purpose. To play devil's advocate a little bit though. I mean, the Ravens' defense, under the radar, really good, one of the better units in the league after they got Roquan Smith. The Bills' defense, after they lost Von Miller, their pass rush has just really not gotten there. So I wonder if 
I, I mean, obviously you don't want to be down multiple starters on your O-line, but I wonder if that'll get overblown a little bit because, I mean, look at look at what the Bills' defense just – and I know it was a lot of points off turnovers, but Miami did still have to move the ball and get in the end zone to stay in that game, and they did. They didn't, though. Like, it, it, everything was set up off turnovers in a, in a punt return. Like, apart from maybe one drive in the second half, like – I, re- I saw something on Twitter where it's like, you know, everyone talking shit on Skylar Thompson. I'm like, I mean, granted, he had three beautiful, I don't, I don't know if he throws a beautiful ball, but, you know, ball's right there. And Waddle dropped two, Gasecki dropped one, you know, and that would have obviously helped. But still, his stat line at one point was like 10 for 26 for 104 yards. And this was deep into the third. So I'm, I'm just kind of like, um, I mean, the big plays were there, but they just weren't capitalized on. And then it was just, I mean, you guys watched it the last seven minutes. Took an hour of the first half. Took a freaking hour. Yeah, that second game by like a half an hour. That was wild. Yeah, it was terrible. Thank God. No, no, I was was happy they delayed it, though. It's like more free football. Absolutely. I I was literally on my deathbed. So the the Bills have been kind of they've been kind of weird. They've either comfortably covered by ten plus double digits, twenty whatever, or they've kind of caught the turnover bug and had a hard time putting teams away. And that's exactly what happened last week. And so we're sure that Josh Allen, who has thrown some really dumbass interceptions and had bad turnovers this season, that's all just going to go away next week against a good team. It worked for Dak Prescott last week. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> just just going to say the same, just gonna say the same thing. Plus what do you think? What's what's the what's the Den Square side, Chris? Is he going to grab the points with the Bengals like apparently everybody's doing? Or, I mean, does yeah. he go back to the well on the Bills? Yeah, uh, he was. I don't know. He was on the the Bengals last time. They covered first quarter, but then they didn't first half in full. So, um, but he faded the bills last week, which was shocked. I was so dumbfounded. I texted you guys. And then I thought I went into book dolphins and you guys were like, Oh fuck. He's on dolphins. I was so flabbergasted by that. But, um, yeah. So I wonder if he could, if, since he made money off it last week, he just goes right back to the well, right. Go against the bills again. Joe, what do you got on this one? Uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't know, dude. This one, I don't really have a, a large opinion. I would, I gun to my head, I'd take the bungholes, but it might not be one. I mean, I'm gonna bet it. It's just gonna, I'll know four seconds before kickoff what team that'll be. What was your play on the Bills game last week, Joe? Was it, was it bank or was it Bills, Bills team, team total? total? Bills team total over, which smacked. I mean, is that another way to look at this one that they're just going to have? I mean, they have so many. Allen was throwing it deep a lot. I mean, that Shakir had the one that bounced off his hands. Uh, he had the one deep one that was picked off. Like he is chucking it and they're trying to score fast. Is that another way that you could look at this one? Maybe. Maybe, but I mean, my reasoning doesn't apply in this game. My reasoning for that one was I didn't think the Dolphins would hold the ball and Buffalo would have it the entire time and score. Yeah. 
And even then, it got a little sketchy. They only scored 34 after having a bunch of points in the first 17 before you could blink yeah right yeah so i was like all right cool this bet is over and then i'm like holy shit this is kind of a sweat which you don't like to see and that was a low total too so that really was speaking to me that the bills were going to score a lot and yeah the dolphins were going to hold the ball so in this we got a pretty high total it's like what 48 49 uh yeah this is the one that i i think people look at both quarterbacks and say i don't know how it doesn't go over Right. So, I mean, I mean, shit, if overs are free money right now, thank God Dan isn't firing those, huh? He was just firing every other fucking winner. God. Yeah. <laughs> Weird match. It's a miracle. <laughs> both teams, uh, uh, both teams did not play their best game last week. So see who finds their game, I guess. Uh, all right. Shall we move on to the last game? Yes. What is it? Yeah, well, well you have really one team that is you have one team that is America's team and you have the other team that is the greatest football team ever assembled that will never lose ever again in their ever. franchise history. They're going to break will every never record. lose a game in his life. Okay, but in all seriousness, I'm surprised that everyone's betting Niners. I, I can't believe I mean, the Cowboys are always public, especially the Cowboys after just completely, completely ending Tom Brady's life, basically. After everyone saw them just kick ass on Monday Night Football, Dak has never looked better. McCarthy has never looked more competent. And their defense was all over Tampa and Brady. I can't believe the public's not on the Cowboys, but apparently... The public is on little old third stringer, Mr. Irrelevant, Brock Purdy, for some reason. I Help me understand the action here. I think this line smells like shit. Like we said, when I when I posted on Twitter, I was like, hey, we should have done that little poll on uh, Fade You, but um, what's this line going to be? And there's people saying five and a half, six and a half, four and a half, and they opened it at three and a half. I was like, what the fuck? Kind of smelled. So the homer in me had to, you know, buy the half point at minus 120 and get Niners minus three. But still, yeah, I don't, I'll let Kmart talk about it. I mean, I, I, I did the same exact thing. Uh, I mean, when we were, me that night, I, well, I thought, like, I legit thought it was going to be five, five and a half. And I was like, I'm probably going to max bet the boys because. I mean, even last year, Niners controlled most of that game. Dallas made a comeback. I, I see this game being very similar. Like, it's probably going to be a three-ish point game unless one team just turn over City. But in my opinion, Niners are better than they were last year. Defense is rolling. Offense is playing ridiculous. I mean, you, you just can't you just can't guard them. I mean, even when they're in 21 personnel, you, just, you, you don't even know who, who the fuck's who. Like, it, it's... It's amazing. It's like the greatest act of Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz ever. You just don't know who's beyond the curtain. Um, Until so, you find it, out it's Brock Purdy behind. It, the curtain. You can't say like, negative about Brock Purdy right now. Like it doesn't I mean, fucking it, matter. Crazy. Right now, that dude is balling. Yeah, I mean, the, the only the only player that concerns me on the Cowboys defense is Parsons. But with how fast they're going to get the ball out and to who they can get the ball out to, 
and who's on the outside for the Cowboys? Like it's not. And they just lost that, that corner, their starting corner. Yeah. So I mean, I obviously I like the Niners. You know, I took that minus three, but you know, I I, I still think the game's going to get sweaty at a certain point. You know, because Purdy still is going to be playing the best defense he's faced all season. You know, he's the best one prior was the Bucks. Um, you know, they no problem. Yeah, yeah. How that worked out? <laughs> yeah, I know, but it, I, I no, don't. Don't sleep on Washington. And 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 Joe, I wasn't saying anything negative about Brock Purdy. He played Washington's defense, which was a, by the at the end of the season. There, they were one of the top defenses in the league. And yeah, what did they do to the Cowboys last week? <clears throat> Gave up six points. Exactly right. So I, I don't. I don't think like to for Brock Purdy to come out. And I think Brock Purdy having to come back in the second half of that game. If you were going to fall as a rookie quarterback, it and collapse. It would have been at that point. And what did he do? The exact opposite. They just bum rushed and they. You can't. Joe's right. You can't say as much as you'd like to say like and talk shit about you're going to have a rookie quarterback in the moment and get in his head. What about that happened. play at the end of the game? Like that, no one will probably remember it now. But where Purdy's just being rushed, kind of runs around, finds Ayuk, threads a needle, needle, and Ayuk drops the football for a touchdown. It's just like that play. I feel like if it was caught, would be like one of the Mahomes, like showing it ten times a day on Sports Center. Dude, he's and now it's just kind of on Twitter here and there. He's just got that ability to create like a touchdown out of jack shit like yeah. how many times that, has he's like whoa. had like a rusher in his face and he spins out of it finds a guy in the flat finds a guy running a fucking seam whatever and just makes something out of it that's a hundred percent a sack with jimmy g yeah i love that's- the stutter step he does when he's avoiding a sack it's oh, just, was, yeah it, he, like <laughs> I, I just look at him like this yeah. fucker played basketball like just watching that footwork and even on the ham pod they were talking about purdy's like 10 yard split in the 40 it's like one hundredth of a second slower than lamar and the same as christian mccaffrey so like he's got so that like quick. acceleration so i think that's key man i mean he's just been able to make plays and the dude's a fucking baller man but i think the niners win this back on based on their defense not their offense i don't think cyclone cog <laughs> chris i don't know what Dallas you in here chris. Is, but i'm gonna fire it under fire the under it's yeah. so this is the last game of the That's weekend, good. right? So any parlays still alive presumably go into something in this game. All the ones that survived Saturday with Philly and KC. So and the Niners are a square fave based on the action, Chris. Like we we just saw this Sunday night, like final game. You you have to be on the dog. Do you feel like the sharp pro side? Do you have to be on the dog here? I'm probably going to buy a half point on the teaser and get Niners at three and a hook because there's no way they lose by by more than that. But uh, and then I'll fire it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, probably Cowboys, uh, Matt. But like Joe said, good segue with that under team total. Really like the under here. I mentioned it to you last week when we were there. I did think it was – I did think the spread was going to be like three and a half. I was on the lower side. You, you guys said closer to five. I was thinking, I don't know. Um, but I like the under. I mean, you just saw the Niners score 41. The the Cowboys just dismantle the Bucks, score 31. And now it's only 46. They're going to take these teams that scored like way more than this, and they're going to hold them to 24-24. And that's over? 
I, I don't know. I just I, I think I, it's going to be tight. I think both these defenses kind of step up. Um, I think the quarterbacks will play okay. I think they both should, but I, I don't know if we're going to get these fireworks that we got uh, last week. So, I, I well, mean, I think the way this is go going, ahead. it'll go to like seventy-five points, it'll be like forty-five, thirty-eight, something like that. <laughs> I mean, if if the Niners get the the eight-yard pass to Debo, seventy yards for a touchdown it's going to go over. Like you just can't have those huge chunk plays yeah. that the Niners have Dalton been. Schultz has 8,000 yards. <laughs> <laughs> no one's mentioned the kicker yet. Maher. And what's even crazier is they signed a new kicker to their practice squad. You guys see that? That yeah, probably gives them a ton of confidence. <laughs> Shout out to Maher for giving me my only win on Monday under 45 and a half. No sweat. <laughs> Easy winner, never in doubt. Thank you. Unbelievable. That Chris, was... Chris was dying after Tampa got the onside Forgot kick. Forgot to buy the half. Didn't even know the line I got. <laughs> Chris was – he was freaking out. So the the long one to Evans that goes off the fingertips that would have been an immediate touchdown after getting the onside kick. Chris was – Chris was beside himself that they got the onside kick. He didn't buy the half point on his total. It was – oh, my God. That was funny. Um, Dude, yeah, Randy, my buddy Randy was in the same boat. He like texted. He's like, I have what was it, forty four and a half? He's like, it's forty four and a half, forty five and a half. I can't remember. It was forty four. Mine was forty. So I thought I had a loser, and I yeah. was I end up hooking it at a winner. But yeah, Randy texted. He's like, Dude, it's dead. It's dead. It's dead. Oh wait, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Last because uh, I think right the the, the the total on that. But the total started at 44, but, but because every single game went over the weekend, yeah. it got bit up and it ended at 45 and a half. So depending on what you had, if you had an under. Wild. Wow. Yep. But look, at, I mean, look at the spread for Cowboys on this one. If you've got a kicker that's super that's shaky, scary. I mean, if, if, if you're thinking you're getting a key number at three and a half, I mean, what happens if he misses the first fucking extra point and the oh. Niners go up 10-6? Like, or the first field goal. Like, what if they got a little chip shot Anything. and fucking doinks it? Like, oh. Yeah, I mean, if you're on a dog and you're you're needing points and you've got a, a scatterbrained kicker that's just spraying the ball. I mean, God, the first two went right, and then the third one, he just completely overcorrects okay. and, and hooks way seen, left. Have we seen yips like that on, like, a live Not event? since the Masters like, on Sunday. Time? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was something else. Oh yeah, master the Tiger Masters in 2019 when everybody put it in the water on on what was it? 16? Oh my god, Mol- Molinari, Molinari comes up short, yeah. and then the next dude comes up short, and then Tiger fucking oh. sticks him on the green. Any other plays anybody likes? We didn't really talk about. We talked about totals a little bit. Um, we're not going to get into props too much. We're only recording on Wednesday. Any anybody have like their their one they love that they have to be on? Jack going through each game. It sounded like Jags was the the most popular. I feel like like as we talked through it. You guys remember when um, week five when I said Colts money line is five and a half point dogs to KC? Just no way they won. Chris didn't want to put in his contest like an idiot, and then the Colts went out right. (laughs) The shitty lowly Colts win money line. Frank Reich's Colts too. Five and a half. Reich's Colts. 
All right, dads, good show. Uh, if you're listening to the end of this, make sure you follow the Twitter at Fade U Sports. We'll do some fun stuff this weekend for the division round. And then next week, we'll be back to preview conference championship Sunday. So football season is winding down. Our content will shift a little bit once the Super Bowl uh, wraps up. We're This is episode 189, so we're approaching 200. We'll get to that in a few weeks. We'll do something fun for episode 200. And uh, stay tuned. Got Wait, some good Matt, stuff in store for everybody. Matt, real quick. Brett Maher to miss an extra point plus 250. How do you not? Wow. How do you not do that? Wow. Does he have to play for action? Uh, bet void if no attempts. Yeah, I was going to say, what if they don't get in the end zone? Attempts. Best yeah. defense since the 85 Bears. Apparently. Well, they get in the end zone, they just go for two every time. They don't even put the yeah. foot on the field. That was the thing. That's, that was the thing I was saying with that. How do you keep letting him walk out there? After the second one, just go for two. Like if he misses that fourth one, you think he goes, All right, he's not missing Dak's reaction when he missed the third one. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, it's some can you imagine if Dallas does score first and McCarthy just put puts up two and it's like, oh shit, they're not even gonna they're not even gonna gonna risk it. Don't want to lose the momentum. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Man, that would be I don't know. I don't know if McCarthy has it in him, but that would be pretty cool. I see that fucker hitting a 48-yard field goal to start the game. and then... Dude, Doug Peterson would pull his cock out and do that. You'd, you know he'd be like, hey, fuck a kicker, too. Hey, Doug against Andy. Yeah. We, we didn't really talk about That's the coaches hot. too much in that one. That is awesome. Doug is going to pull out everything. He's a big dog. Like No one thinks they're going to go in and win. Doug is going to have some crazy shit up his sleeve. Six and I think he's 6-0 and as a dog in the playoffs. Is that right? Is that correct? He's about to be wow. seven zero on the money line. <laughs> wow! You guys heard? I mean, 20, everybody. Andy Reid twenty and three off a of buy. Andy Reid could straight up s my Chris Duke D. <laughs> <laughs> Present it. I am the walrus. <laughs> Gingers. All right, dads. Good show, Chris. Just remind everybody. Sometimes, what happens when you bet on poop? You literally die and go two and fifteen. But stay strong, Joe knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah,